Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our 2018 season primer for the Western Bulldogs. Uh, my name is Heath, and looking at uh, how the best the Western Bulldogs went in 2017, and also what's in store for them for 2018. Fair to say, the Premiership defence didn't go the way they planned. Well, no, they started off alright, and then obviously the holes in their game were definitely exploited, and that being off-field conduct. <laughs> well, like you said before, the, the Best part about a premiership hangover is you've had a premiership. You've got to have a premiership first. Uh, I, I don't become hungover unless you don't come down. I'm not <laughs> sure Libba's come down yet. I, I think he's he might be going for another premiership in Vietnam. He, he, I didn't see if he was going to defend the title there, um, unfortunately, for the Vietnam Stingrays. I don't know what they are. Yeah, I, I can't remember now. It's a long time ago. I have noticed he uh, he's less often posting on Instagram now. Is he? Uh, because, yeah, I've only seen a few things because I don't follow Instagram much because... I don't care about it. Um, but, the, you know, the whole, my name's Jip, I like football. That, that, one, was, that one was weird. Yeah, well, I think it was clear he, he enjoyed the premiership, um, made the most of it. But I, I don't know, I kind of got the feeling that early on the dogs weren't going to make the finals. And they seemed to be, yeah, so, you know, we're not that disappointed. We're, we wish we did, but, yeah. you know, hey, remember last year? Well, I did hear in the off-season um, from Bulldog supporters that the problem was with the young kids and their drug of choice was ketamine uh, <laughs> because it doesn't come up on um, on the, the test Asada testing. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, it, also it's about um, supporter expectations. Yep. Like, uh, if you haven't won a premiership since the 50s and you get one, you're not setting the standard at back-to-back. <laughs> uh, there are probably a few Bulldog supporters that are just waking up now. And go yeah. So here we go this year. Didn't? No, oh, well, all right. <laughs> anyway, like, it's one of those ones where, you know, it's been so long since that uh, you're sated now. Like, yeah. It might take a little while to actually recover and go for the next one. Uh, yeah, you're in a squad that, I mean, it could be 10 years and still with the same people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you've got a 10-year drought, you don't try and end your drought with a three-way, do you? Well, no. You go for, like, the ugly bitch that's been trying <laughs> you know, since high school. Exactly. Like, you get your decent one off first, and then you work on building a, a repertoire. Yeah, but uh, I think the Bulldogs are—they've—they've they've spent their their money now and just recovering. Um, they finished tenth with eleven wins, eleven losses. So uh, th- just about the definition of middle of the road uh, there. And uh, I mean, Bont did pull out his second uh, best and fairest for him. Yeah. Um, now, if you know anything about the best and fairest at the Bulldogs, uh, Scotty West, I think, has the record. I think he has the AFL record at seven or eight or something like that. Right. Well, he had two by the time he was twenty-three. So Bont's two years ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's not a bad effort. You forget effort. how young Bont and Pelly is. Right. Twenty-one. Yeah, ridiculous. Twenty-one. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, he's got no business being as good as he is. And he's 
like I know it's dumb to say, but he's got room for improvement. Like yeah. he is lazy at yeah. times. Yeah. He does only what he needs to do and then turns it on at the right moment. Yep. Um, reminds me very much of Jared Ruffhead around the same yeah. age, although obviously Bont is much more skilled. More diverse, yeah. And um, that was the thing with with the dogs is that they had so many contributors that you could afford to be lazy at some point during the season and there was always someone going to pick up the slack. Uh, but when you're so. lazy at the same time, yeah, yeah. it doesn't work. Um, and I mean, they had injuries and they were coming back and now we hear about off-field issues and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, they kind of sorted out um, uh, a little bit. Um, but what, what were their highlights for, for the year? Uh, getting rid of Travis Cloak. I don't know. They really got rid of him. Yeah. Um, he kind of did pull the pin and, you know, had his mental issues and all that throughout the year. But, I mean, they weren't paying much for him in the end of the Were day. Were they even paying? Was Collingwood paying them for him No, to no. He, he canned his uh, contract at Collingwood to, yeah, in order just so to, they could afford it. In order to sign over. Yep. Um, so he w- wasn't on big money. I th- what did he play? Three games? Four games? Something like that? Something yeah. like that. I mean, maybe he contributed in the resis. I'm not sure. He wasn't good in the resis either. Yeah, no. I mean, and that's been one of the Bulldogs' tranks is their reserve teams have been great, so yeah. it gives them depth. Um, so, yeah, if you're not going good in their resis, then shit, you're out of luck for playing A's. Yeah. I feel like their the best win of the season, I thought, was heartbreaking against Richmond in round seven. Yeah, I'd say so. They, um, they were about five goals down. Yeah, well, they were. Stage. They were just just a bit over six, just like six true goals down yeah. uh, in the second, mm-hmm. um, and it took a consistent effort for them to get over the line. Which I mean, against who would turn out to be the premiers yeah. was sort of a feather in their cap, and that put them a five and two after seven rounds. <laughs> You're still, en- still enjoying saying who would turn out to be premiers. Well, yes, yes, and and fair enough. We're, we're not even halfway through our <laughs> our. Uh, Season primers. Season primers now, so you're going to hear a lot more of it. Well, we're going to have to leave Richmond to last, just so you don't blow your load first. Well, I mean, yeah. That is tradition, though. Better better bring a raincoat that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought their best win might have been round two or three against Sydney. Yeah, I Um, did consider that. Although, I mean, there was the controversial rush behind, which I thought was fine. Yeah. But it it was still a line ball decision. Almost literally, the ball was on the line. Yeah. but they sort of found a way to win in that game rather than blow them away. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's a grand final rematch and, and all that kind of stuff. So that, that is an emotional win. But even in those early wins, like you said, five and two early on, they, they looked shaky. There was always questions, and there was mainly off-field pressure coming onto them. Like there were lots of rumors floating around, um, and obviously they were they came up for the flag last year under not much scrutiny. And so I feel like they could get away with a lot of shit that was yeah. going on in that club. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was only sort of that off-season that showed what sort of maybe, not crisis, but there was something wrong with the culture on there. And it's just mainly having young kids, I think. Well, yeah. I think too, they, they got away with a fair bit on the field too. Um, in the Good Friday game, I'm pretty sure from memory, the free kicks were about 843 to zero. Yep. Um, that's that's just what I recall. You're the uh, only person remember. that remembers the Good Friday game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was it was nice. It was a nice day for the game. I can't remember a kick. I was there. Yeah. No, no. I'm a... A cereal barbecue on Good Friday because yeah. uh, just because yeah why not it's the opposite. <laughs> um, see, I, I thought their high was the win against Sydney because their low was the second game against Sydney um, up in Sydney where you know obviously you beat them at the start of the year. Yeah, they didn't fire a shot and they didn't look like firing a shot. Yeah, um, it was just such a insipid effort. I felt um, they had a few of them this, se- uh, this season. Th- yeah. They did ones like you go all right here they come here they, and it just never happens. Yep. And I feel like there were lots of ones where they just got not only outplayed but outclassed and just didn't show uh, any sort of um, comeback, any sort oh, of yeah. mental fortitude to really dig in their heels and be like, have a bit of pride about what they were doing. Yeah. Well, the 
the lead on to that too was against the Swans stopping. They came out the next week and got pumped by Melbourne. Uh, yeah, yeah. By about nine goals, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I had my worst loss for them, I thought, was actually against Jitter West in University of the Wales. Um, Jitter West, uh, there, was only, there was only two points difference, but um, Bulldogs, they kicked, I mean, they got out to, to a lead. Um, they kicked four goals, eight in the second, then one goal, five in the third, only to lose by two points. And yeah. Dunkley had four points even, That's no right. goals. No goals for it, yeah. Yeah. If you remember his old man, when he kicked, he was one of the worst kicks in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. I remember the, watching that game going, yeah, okay, no but, paternity test needed. Yeah. But for his era, he was one of the best backmen. Yeah, of course yeah. he was. Yeah. He, he knew what his limitations were. He never tried to kick. <laughs> he was a shocking kick. It yeah. was a terrible yeah. kick. And in that game, they kicked nine goals, 19. Yeah. In the University of the Wales against Jitter West, who kicked 11 goals, nine. So if you look at their, their um, second quarter, we kicked four goals, eight. You change that around to eight goals, four, yeah. by some straight yeah. kicking. All it takes yeah. is four, four from Dunkley. It's a percentage booster. Yeah. yeah. And that was round six where they uh, thrashed Richmond the next next game. That puts them, you know, really looking good. Uh Bit yeah. of pressure off them from the media and off field, you know what I mean. Results on field always quell the pressure off field. Yeah, don't know what you're doing. Matters. Yeah, mm. um, but yeah, I feel like they really flew under the radar anyway. Yeah, uh, as a premiership defender, like there wasn't that much scrutiny, and you know everyone's saying the last team to miss out was the Hawks in 2008, also a young side. Yeah, now they missed out on uh, the finals the following year after a premiership, but you did feel like they got a pass because of that. Like we said. Premiership hangover, yep. near the Premiership first. So. They're still selling merchandise. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, they're still yeah. stealing. Yeah, they're stealing. <laughs> oh, I might have missed her. <laughs> eBay sales are up. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at uh, their list changes in the off-season. So they've got a few ins. Um, Jackson Trengrove from Port Adelaide. Uh, oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Fell out of favour a little bit this year, but he's a handy player. Yeah. I think he's a good pickup. Yeah. I think he just didn't really have a lot of room to excel in Port Adelaide. They're a very skilled team, especially in some of the positions that he'd play. Mm. And they're also generally a running team, and he's kind of a big man that can play forward yeah. and take uh, big marks. Um, so I feel like he's going to be more valued in that Brisbane and the um, Bulldogs team. Uh, so I think that's a decent pickup, especially considering they, they lost Stringer. Um, you got Cloak going out. Um, they could use some, some tall people just to... Bring the ball to ground. Have the young, young, small forwards. He's a utility, and they've always they've lacked a tall backman for God ten years. Yeah. It feels like ten years. Um, mm. You know they've relied on Eastern Wood down back to take a running leap at everything. Red path to run back there. Which yeah, he, he doesn't like running back there. No, well, I mean he spent half the season recovering from a knee op. So mm. I feel like that that allowed Marcus Adams to really show what he was capable of in that back line. Love Marcus Adams. Oh, good play. Absolutely. And I think that some t- at some point during the season, I can't remember which game it was, but he's actually moved forward and showed how he could take a contested mark and present himself well, up. Well, forward. he fucking shoot, he's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. And that's what I think Jackson Trengrove adds to them as well, is he's a utility for them. I mean he's mm. gonna be that yeah. tall backman, but he can pinch hit in the ruck, you know. Well, you saw him take marks in the forward line for Port Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, it's not his usual position, but it, it shows that even in their forward line, whether he had Dixon, you've got Westhoff, um, he was that third man that could go down there and be untagged yeah. and pr- prove a difference. I, I felt to T- Trengrove, um, he communicated well with his crummers. So a lot of the times you see players, they'll bring it forward, whereas it seemed like uh, whenever he didn't take the mark, he was able to either tap it back or tap it forward, depending on where his rover was. Um at, you know, I'm going to give him that credit. Maybe he intended on it, or maybe he was just roved really well. I don't know. Let's say he was. Well, um, either way, he's, his rovers certainly won't be uh, lacking class at the Bulldogs. No, they've got a lot of uh, the small brigade. Yeah. He's better than Jay Schultz, who they've referred to drop the mark <laughs> and just tap it down to their forward line. 
they've also picked up Hayden Crozier um, from uh, Frio. Oh, yeah. um, handy player, but uh, is he going to change it for I him? I think you're hoping to get something for nothing out of that trade. Exactly, yeah. If you yeah. get a couple of good games out of him, yeah. you'd be all right. And, of course, uh, Josh Shackey, um, who who would have thought he was trying to leave Brisbane? <laughs> yeah, Jesus no Christ. idea. Um, so, eventually, he's come home to, to Melbourne. Um, hopefully he can settle himself down and turn into a decent player because we haven't seen anything from him yet because we haven't had a no. chance. Yeah, and I feel like he's a player that you have to turn into a multi-position player, not just a forward or a backman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what the strategy is with him because I think he adds adds a lot of um, potential potential to their, their sort of, not young squad, but their almost weary squad at the moment. Maybe he's a reinvigorator. He's coming in, like, looking to make the most of an opportunity. Yeah. Um, so yeah be interesting to see how they actually approach where they put him on the field and uh, interesting if he plays VFL for most of this year as he because he, he hasn't had an AFL career really yeah yet. Yep. Um, and he's still young obviously but you know I, I just hope the way the Bulldogs set up they're not going to hope they don't need 40 goals from him this year yeah if yeah. they get 40 from him they're ecstatic yeah you know, they're not going to rely on him too much just I think you just want consistent effort and then you see where your skills are and how you finish that game plan. Yeah. Um, on the outs, uh, the big one obviously was Stringer. That was spoken about a lot. Um, did not get many favours um, in the press when it came nope. to, uh, to fucking a fourteen-year-old girl. Uh, yeah. Well, you had had your old man's permission too, apparently. Yep. But, yep. I um, feel like that's fair. Uh, I mean, no, fair that he got flack, not the fair that the oh. old man said yes. <laughs> well, he's, he's just happy Don Burke's come along and <laughs> done his thing. Takes pressure off. Um, I mean, on that note. As if it wasn't obvious Don Burke was a dodgy motherfucker. Hangs around people's gardens. Uh, <laughs> he's, <got a> beard. <laughs> he's always in the bushes. Yep. And, oh, yeah, I'm just planting the bushes. <laughs> he was trying to plant his seed. Yeah. So, yeah, not surprised that one at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jackie Stringer, the weirdest way for Bulldogs and Stringer to run an off-season negotiation in that you're never coming back, all yeah. right, but we need something for you. Like, mate, we have already you. said <laughs> yeah. he's not coming back. You haven't got any yeah. collateral here at all. That's like trying to sell something that you've put out for hard rubbish collection. Exactly. Yeah. It's... And they already gave up the top pick. F- uh, they were supposed to get the top Essendon's top pick for him, weren't they? But then they sort of stole on that one. <laughs> they gave it away to someone else. Essendon went, fuck you, we're going to GWS. Yeah. We, we want, uh, was it Smith first or Can't Devin Smith? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they went, all right, we'll take your second best then. That's some good negotiating, guys. Good job. <laughs> it's not like we're desperate, yeah. but fucking, can you please sign something? We'll take your top pick. Yeah, you'll take your second. We'll take your lawyer. All bill. right, we'll take your second. We'll take your lawyer bill and you take Stringer. Uh, like we said, Travis Cloak, um, but he, he wasn't really featuring heavy in their best 22 anyway. No. Um, had one good game against the Magpies, kicked a nice long goal, but yep. um, his on-field issues were still the same as they were at Collingwood, which surprises no one, really. Yep. Um, Matty Boyd and Bob Murphy um, pulled pulled up stumps. Uh, can't ask for much more from them. Yeah, so, so much you can flog a club champion. Yeah, um, Bob Murphy was the the funny one that sort of really hit his stride once he got to two fifty games. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> which is just weird. But yep, and they cleared out some of the other people who were competing for that sort of captaincy, and they sort of you know fell to the wayside. Yeah, uh, pissed off their club, and Bob was a champion yeah. that sort of stuck by him. Like I said, doesn't have a premiership medal, but certainly was part of a premiership. Side, yeah, so, for sure. Um, for sure, he helped uh, helped galvanise that team. Um, even though he, he didn't play. Yeah. Well, he's one of the we players don't. I think could definitely have a future in coaching. Media. Definitely yeah. media. You reckon? Yeah. He's, he's always good. Um, he writes a lot of articles. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But I think his work on AFL 360 was interesting right. as well. Um, he's not uh, the you know, the, the standard lines and all that kind of stuff. And I think he's yep. been doing that for a couple of years now too, hasn't he? Oh, look, if uh, if Basil Zemplis has to step back to Jesus make room, is I, I like, guess that'll be okay. Is he's he on the morning show or something awesome that I don't ever watch? Oh, Basil there's Zemplis. been rumours about that. I hope so. That, yeah, he was getting a, a new gig. Good. Sticking with a time slot that I have no care Koshy? watching. Yeah, oh, that'll be nice. I, th- uh, I think that is legit the, the story is replacing Koshy. That is the rumour. Yeah. 100% it is. Yeah. yeah. Because um, Koshy wants to focus his intention as on As long as Koshy doesn't they don't reverse and Koshy starts commentating footy because that, yeah. Oh, God, no. Um, and uh, the last out of note is Stuart Crammery, um, who never really got a shot this year, um, but uh, he got a, a lifeline in no. the uh, rookie draft. Rookie draft? Yeah, rookie. With, uh, with Geelong, uh, which is a, a weird pickup as I well. I think he played two games this year, set last year Sat out. Last year out with the um, supplement scandal. So I, I don't get, understand how Geelong have thought that they need him. Are they going for a B-grade premiership? Maybe. Could be too, yeah. yeah VFL flag. Um, unlucky because, you know, he, he was going all right until he had to sit out uh, the, the 12 months. I say yeah. unlucky, it was his decision to take the supplement. So anyway, yeah. that's the way it goes sometimes. All right, let's yeah. have a look at their 2018 draw. Um, so we always look at their double-ups. and This year they are West Coast, Port, Melbourne, North and Carlton. You've got to say, the team finishing 11th, it's not bad. That's fair. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I like seeing the double-ups around teams that are fighting for the same positions. Yeah. Mm. I think Melbourne is their um, litmus test. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of them, the Saints, and uh, the Bulldogs are, are all in mm. that middle yeah. middle pack and sort of fighting out. You know, it might come down to percentages by the end of the year. Well, yep. those three teams are teams that if they get a run on, they can finish, you know, seventh, eighth. But if they, you know, can't string a, a nice group of wins together they're going to be in that 12th, 13th, 14th sort of zone there are a couple of unlucky losses either way yeah all of them you know it could be the, the one point loss here the one point win there makes all the difference yep um, so the good thing is you know with a double up against teams like Melbourne they their destiny is in their own hands um, and you'd expect them to account for North and Carlton. So then it comes down to Port and West Coast. Mm, yeah. uh, West Coast is going to be better this year with Nick Nat back. But... So Port, but I feel like this makes the end of the season exciting where teams are fighting head-to-head for positions that's going to be finals relevant. Yeah. Um, and the Bulldogs have got, I think the last month is fairly easy this year as well. Right. Well, predicted. Yeah, predicted. You, yeah. Just, you don't know how it all turns out. Yep. So who's going to have a big year for the Bulldogs? Who, who needs a big year and who's, who are you going to rely on? Like, Libertura needs one. Yeah, he needs to do something. Yeah, because quality player uh, and his ability to pressure the ball carrier was a hallmark of their premiership year. And run the other way. Yeah, yeah, run both ways. Um, just he was voracious. He was ravenous. 
to try and put that tackle on. Uh, which was what won Richmond the Premiership, just that uh, intense pressure on the ball carrier. But I didn't... He had some good games where he was doing that, but he wasn't running the other way. He was kind of... I don't want to say lazy, because he's not lazy. He he works hard, but he wasn't working smart. He got dropped, I think, at least once this year as well. Yeah, um, and that was more to off-field issues where they were trying to fix culture as opposed to you know what was going on on-field. It certainly sounds like it anyway. Yeah. I feel like that with Cromery going, um, you got Cloak out, you got Stringer gone. I feel like this is the point where um, Josh, uh, Josh Dunkley has to prove his worth to that team. Um, especially if they're going to play him in the front half. Yeah, he only played seven games this year. And he kicked five goals seven for the season. I feel like he needs to be a thirty-plus goal scorer, and with these people, with these outs, this is his chance to make that forward line his own. Well, the goals is going to be interesting for them because Stringer was a weapon from you know fifty-five, sixty. You had yeah. to worry about, especially under pressure. He was good. Yeah, um, they need Tom Boyd back. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you've and got. They need him in grand final form. Yeah, which is rare. I mean, that was an amazing cameo. Yeah. Um, they need Jack uh, Jack Redpath. Um, to he's, to play all the games of the season. This time he's going to start, you know, preseason now. Yeah. Um, and then you got Josh Shackey. I mean, there's three potential big targets. Yeah. Yeah. So Dunkley can, you know, take the fourth defender type of stuff or sneak under the radar and yep. kick his one to two goals a game. Yeah. I feel one like, to two seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, feel I didn't like, mean one goal two, but yeah, yeah. I feel like one person that I think is sort of stuck on the radar in that sort of star-studded small sort of plain. Uh, strategy that the Bulldogs do is um, Bailey Williams, who it's, it's going to be his third year yep. in uh, 2018. He's averaging uh, 16 disposals per game. He hasn't kicked a goal yet. He's kicked yeah. seven points or something. But I feel like he's one that's really slid on the radar. I wouldn't be surprised if he popped his head up this year as a real contender for the future of the Bulldogs. I think he, he had a good game against Richmond. I, I yeah. seem to remember that one. Him and Clay uh, Smith, I think, had a great game against Richmond. Fletcher Roberts. I can't remember that yeah. one. Yeah. I think. Um, Fletcher Roberts just reminds me of two hands. I'm pretty sure that was the the name of whenever he's going to get shot out of the bush and he's like you know um, I'm good for a ring man you know Fletcher Roberts in, okay in Botany Road Botany Street that. I don't remember that uh, off the top of my head I was pretty sure that's Fletcher Roberts P. Sherman 26 Wallaby Way and he's like Botany Road Botany <laughs> Street nah, nothing anyway um, alright so who's in trouble then who's uh, who's on the outer uh, in, in the Bulldogs well I mean I think there's just it's hard for the Bulldogs because the people who are on the who have caused a lot of the problems with this season are integral players and it's just yeah. been off-field and so it's hard to put them on the outer because you need them to get good well, or get their shit to, together. It's hard to put premiership to players on the outer. However, they've cut Stringer. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was obviously their choice we want to move him on. So they've, they've set an example. He did kind of help himself. They He didn't give him much of a choice. Yeah. But they still pulled that trigger. Yeah. And I feel like that's like one where I think Stringer pulled the trigger himself. You can't just have someone doing that and be like, oh, that's all right, man, we're winning. I think that's a deal break, even when you're winning. And by I mean, they weren't winning, but... By all accounts, there are a lot of guys in the club who had certainly not taken Stringer's side before it all came out. Like, yeah. I think JJ was one that they, they quoted. He's like, he's not happy with this, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone in the club was like, what the fuck everyone are you doing? You like, can't... Mate, you're, you're screwing yourself up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's pregnant wife up. as well at the same time. That's um, just a can't move. I thought they would have at least got him to 100 games, though. I'll try and get the father-son because yeah. he's certainly putting it out there a bit. There's a chance there'll be a few in. He's slinging half that a, dick around. Half a fucking Bendigo in 18 <laughs> years is going to be playing. Do I steal your punchline there? That's where you're going? Um, sorry. Um, I, th- I put down Tommy Campbell as well because I feel like he's a, a decent player without being great. But yeah. um, they haven't relied on a, a big Ruckman for for years. Yep. Now they've got you know Jordan Ruffhead is doing good. Um, 
Tom Boyd, they need more out of. Yeah. So. Young, uh, young Tim English. He's 205. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah. know anything about him. No. Um, uh, younger, I think he's a second year, but um, managed to play quite a few games, I think. Um, what was it? He had a, a few bit, but he's one of those players that he's emerging now. He's Bulldogs players. He's going to get a go. Yeah. Yeah. But with uh, Jackson Trengrove in as well, there's a lot of pinch hit Ruckman or, yeah. you know, 50% Ruckman. And Tommy Campbell, what else does he do? He's sort of a 100% Ruckman. And I don't know if there's a, there's a place for him. I think they'd rather play, you know, Boyd and Trengrove than a, a Tom Campbell to find his out. Which is no knock against Tom Campbell because I think he's decent, but he, he's just not, it's not better the, than decent. It's not the era for a big, slow Ruckman. Unless yeah. you're seven feet tall. Yeah. Uh, it's just not for you. Yeah, so I don't know where that leaves him. Um, the other one I put in was Ling Jong. Um, yeah, who uh, had one foot out the door until they won a flag and went, actually, I'll stay. <laughs> yeah. um, and he still hasn't quite cemented himself in there. Like, this is his chance to do it. But, yeah. You know, there's a couple of players who have gone out now, so there's a few more spots, and he's another year older. Yeah. Uh, maybe he can. Because I thought, you know, him and JJ used to be side by side. But last... yeah, he had a big injury as well. He did, yeah. Which doesn't help, especially when you know you've had all these the finals, yeah. tours through uh, through the. Because uh, he was best on ground in the Brezzi's grand final in 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Then uh, didn't get a gig, obviously, for the for the main team's flag, and yeah. came back this season after touring Collingwood club rooms, and he, he didn't knock it out of the park. He didn't yeah. cement himself. I think he might have signed the paper, but he signed left-handed, so it didn't count. <laughs> that old trick, yeah. that old chestnut. It's um, not my signature. So where do we see that they finished 11th? Uh, sorry, 10th last year with 11 wins. So where do we see them finishing this year? We've all got them uh, outside the finals. Uh, I've got them at 10th as, as well. I, I think they'll have a decent year and get some nice wins, but I, I don't see them getting the run on they need to make a finals run. I think they'll be battling Melbourne for that ninth spot. Yep. I'm pretty sure, actually. I can't see yeah. where I pick Melbourne this season. but uh, You put uh, the dogs down as ninth. I, I've got yep. them as 10 as well, which means they're treading water. Yeah, um, They're probably... They've got more skill, but it's just... Have they got the momentum now? Yeah. Um, and, you know, they got a, f- a fair old run. Uh, everything went right for them in 2016. And I feel like 2017 was the balance of luck. Like, Yeah. You know, it's, the, it's the yin to the yang. Yeah. I, I just don't feel they have the desperation. Well, they didn't. Um, yeah. You know, they were desperate for a few things, just not winning footy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it goes sometimes. Like, you know, when you dine out when you get those wins. Fair enough. Yeah. But uh, 12 months is probably taking the piss. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, you're in a flag you, you celebrate your way hey, they're not the first team to do it either alright that'll probably do us for the dogs um, so hopefully they do better than what we predict but uh, yeah we're looking at them treading water pretty yep. much for next year yeah but you know in, enjoy your footy it, they'll, they'll play some nice looking games I guess they will mm. yeah. alright good luck peace hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.